The best blanket ever is also the best gift for Valentine's Day. Get 30% off right now in any regularly priced blankets with code word WELCOME30 at MinkyCouture.com. Take care of that Valentine's gift today by visiting a location near you in Ogden, Layton, Draper, Orem, Sugar House, or St. George. That's Minky Couture and Valentine's Day. Check them out at MinkyCouture.com. Question of the morning up on our Facebook page, DJ and PK. The Jazz played the Hornets and Gordon Hayward on Friday. Have you let it go? No. <laughs> You'll never let it go. You're from Jersey. Oh, it's Hayward. It's not me. You've let it go partially. No. Yes, you have. The reasons that bug me, I have not. Okay. No. So if it comes down to you don't like the way he left, you think if he was going to leave, he should have told the team in a minute after midnight, because we are both thoroughly convinced that in his brain, he knew. And he, he knew a long time, a no lo- long time before July 1st. So he exactly. just should have told him, hey, right. I'm not doing it. You take your money and go get the guy you want, because you're not getting me. And that that will always be the fly in the ointment, the thing he screwed up. As far as, oh, no, it hurt the team, you got over that a while ago. Correct. I mean, it's a, there's a lot of debates we can have about how things would have played out if he had stayed. But Bogdanovich isn't here. That, <laughs> that money, they wouldn't have had the money to go get Bogey because they'd have been paying Gordon. Sure, you can do any right. number of things. Exactly. There's a, multiple right paths. So I, I don't really want to hear about the basketball side of it. But if you'll always think, exactly. dude, you made him fly down on July 4th and beg and humiliate themselves. Mrs. Miller. You had yeah. To have, well, what you had, you, she had to do that? Yeah. What that was do? degrading. Right. That was absolutely degrading. You did not need to do that. You knew full well you weren't coming back. You wanted the bright lights. I don't wish him evil or uh, obviously I would never, ever wish injury. On anyone, I just don't, that's just wrong. I don't care enough about that on any result of any sporting event to want that. Uh, <clears throat> so that's not it at all. Uh, and he can go have have a great run. And whether he has a great run or not, he's going to be so freaking rich. He already is. So good on him for that. No, I think he wanted out and he was going to leave. In my mind, there was no doubt he was going to leave. And, you know, the thank you, Utah, stupid letter that he wrote, it was condescending, and it was, he got bad advice, I assume, on that. And maybe I I can cut him slack on that, because, to quote Donovan Mitchell, at the end of the day, what is he, 26, 27 years old, and I'm supposed to have those guys be have all sorts of wisdom? Not really. I mean, they can't even run for president. So, uh, they're kids in a sense, and, and they're great ball players and all that, but they're still very young, and, and youth has its, uh, I guess, pitfalls, and wisdom sometimes isn't uh, on the top of the list. So I guess I can excuse that, but he wanted out. So, and fine, you want out. You played by the rules. You did nothing wrong. Just tell him. I want the bright lights of Boston. I want all the glamour. I want to go. And I'd heard stuff at the All-Star game when he made the team. He wasn't treated the way he thought he should have been and all this stupid stuff that was uh, important to he and his family. Great. Go get it in Boston. Now, it didn't work out in Boston, but that's beside the point as far as I'm concerned. I don't care whether it worked out or didn't work out in Boston. That has no bearing on anything that I feel. So it's not like I root for him to fail, but the very reasons that he did what he did – I still have a problem with. 
got a lot of people uh, lining up here. Uh, Tyson says, absolutely. He's the only player who didn't disrespect the flag during the national anthem. I think karma already even things out. Hate is too great of a burden to bear. Good luck, Hayward. Wait a second. He's, I don't understand that. He didn't disrespect the flag? Tyson says he's absolutely let it go. He said he's the oh, only he player. Didn't dis- right. What do you mean he's the only? What does that mean? The only player for what? Uh, I assume NBA player. Maybe he means Celtic player. He doesn't really specify. The only player in the NBA who didn't disrespect the flag? No, there were other players who didn't take a knee. If that's the <laughs> thing what that is, bugs you, uh, then there are other players who were standing. Oh, oh, is he talking about in the bubble? Is that what he's I, talking I about? Think, I think so. I don't know. He doesn't, he doesn't spell it out. You know, it's the, it's the pitfall of social media. People post what they post, and it's all clear to them, but whatever they don't spell out, the rest of us fill in the blanks and, and guess, and maybe we get it right, and maybe we don't. Oh, well, I mean, Jonathan Isaac did it, and he had the freaking answer for it, as if he was uh, a criminal. He had to answer for it. How could you explain yourself? Basically, how dare you, as a black man, stand? Isn't that what we had? One of the players, I mean, there was more than one player who stood. Why? But, but it was Jonathan Isaac specifically. I don't know how many uh, non uh, or Caucasians or whatever uh, stood, but Jonathan Isaac had to ask, had to answer for that. He had to literally answer for it as if he stole something. Now I know you're not going to get involved in that. That's not your thing. But for me, that was ridiculous. David says it's like when you date a crazy hot girl and it doesn't work out. Later you say, dodged a bullet there. Yeah, I don't think he was that hot. He's plenty good looking enough, but I, don't, I wouldn't call him crazy hot. If we're going to go, I don't particularly like that analogy because I don't think that matters. And I think that's demeaning to uh, people who try to live their best lives and for whatever reason were not blessed or whatever you want to call it deemed with I think crazy deemed, hot looks yes. deemed by society yeah. so, so i, I think really, that yeah, point he's trying to make about that even the point he's trying to make even if you don't like the analogy let's skip past that and go to the point he's trying to make is gordon was good and at the time he was the best young on the way up player the jazz had but gordon's ceiling versus where the team has gotten now are they better off that he did leave yes yeah, of course. They struck gold. It's funny how things work out, man. On that July Fourth, oh man, they built, they built, they built. They won a playoff series. Now it's just going to be destroyed. And then, no, it wasn't, man. And and you end up getting what you get. And kudos to those guys, Lindsey and his boys, who did what they did. And and got Mitchell, and away they go. And they built this team. And we know how they built it. And they. And Joe was ready to come into his own and uh, all this stuff going forward here. And here they are with the freaking best record in the league. <laughs> so obviously they overcame that. And they overcame it quickly, almost ver- metaphorically overnight in, in a way. So there's no question that the team is just absolute fine without Hayward. That's that's really not the point as far as I'm concerned. They They recovered. And they recovered very, very nice. Everyone would agree with that. And Mar- so maybe they did dodge a bullet in that way. Margaret says, no, period. <laughs> Have you let it go? No, period. <laughs> Margaret, to the point. <laughs> no long explanation necessary. No, period. 
Well, yeah, if you're a fan and he rejects you, hold a which grudge. Is what that was hold a grudge. I mean, it's, it's it, we're talking sports grudges here, so it's not real life. You know, I have I have no interaction with the man whatsoever. Uh, I, I'm completely and totally indifferent to what he does out on the floor because he can go ahead and average 30 points a game. Charlotte's but Jordan doesn't know how to run a franchise, yeah. and they're not going to win. John says, I feel sorry for Hayward. He could have had a statue here possibly if he had stayed. Mm. Now he just has money. See, I don't think he's that good. Right. Yeah, I don't think uh, people are putting up statues lightly. Maybe he could have added a number retired. That would be top shelf, which would be pretty cool. Well, yeah, around here, because it's a smaller market, I think they are a little loose with their number retirements. So he could have had it. He could have. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. And sure. That, that's like, I guess that's up to the individual. I would assume the individual would think, wow, this is a great honor to know that I meant this much to the franchise and they, they're going to go ahead and do this. I mean, I'd have to let the individual speak for himself, but I would think Jeff Hornacek and, and Mark Eaton and, Guys who didn't make the Hall of Fame, guys who make the Hall of Fame, well, it's going to be understood that that's what you're going to get, right? And so the guys who didn't, to think that Mark Eaton's in the community, uh, somebody from The Athletic did a story on uh, Gobert, and I saw some snippets of it, and he was talking about how he, he sees Mark Eaton. Mark, he's seen him. Gobert pointed out, Mark Eaton is, lives in the community. And I see him. He talks to me. He, we talk about basketball. I've been out to his restaurant, blah, blah, blah. So I would think for Mark, who's been an identifiable member, identifiable member of the community for many years, that's got to be a cool thing, especially for Mark, who was, you know, what, he was found under the hood of a car or something. Yeah. <laughs> and all that story that he had. You know, everybody's got a story to one degree or another. And Joe, he's, you know, we, we know his story of thinking he's going to go back and play in the national or the uh, the Australian league and blah 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 and well Mark has a similar story and he ends up with his number retired I think that would be cool and I, I wonder too you know if these guys when they when it's said and done now it's not said and done for Gordon he still has several years if they if how much I don't know the answer to this how much would it mean to them to play for one franchise your entire time and to be really identified with that particular franchise. Now, you look at Hayward going forward, he's going to play for at least three, right? But then you look at Shaq. Shaq bounced around himself, uh, but does that really matter because he's identified as Shaq, or is he the exception? So I don't know what the answer to that is. If you ask those guys when they were done, Hayward isn't that point yet, would you have preferred you stayed with one and really built your legacy? Like Joe Ingles is going to do. Joe Ingles is not an all-star player, but it certainly looks like he's going to play his entire time here in Utah, and that'll be celebrated forever. Every time he comes back, I think it's that, going to be celebrated. I think there's one thing. It's the only place you play, but I don't think it's that different if you play the vast majority of your career and then go somewhere at the end. Mike Conley okay. will always be a Memphis Grizzly, and he will always be mm. revered in Memphis. I don't know about that. Really? 
Yeah, because right now he's playing on a team that has the best record in the league. So if they win a title, that nah, Memphis that would split will. It if I don't he does. know that. Yeah, if he's okay, if they win the title, then that will give him a chapter of his career in Utah. But I'm thinking of the guy who calls us from Memphis. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, have, it's just like we saw people calling us about. You him. know, Carl played a year for the Lakers. Now they didn't win the title. If Nobody they won cares. the title, right? Exactly. He's a jazz guy. But that's the exception. Okay, so then Shaq's like twenty years with one team. Yeah. When, it's different when you leave in the middle of your career. I mean. Hayward left in his mid-20s. And so that's different than a guy who leaves in his 30s for, I don't know, one, two, or three years, whatever it turns out to be. You know, I don't know how long Conley's going to play. So this is at but least a lot of times those guys Utah. have no choice. They've got to leave. Right. Hornacek plays for three teams because he was traded twice. He had yep. no choice. Hayward had a choice there is the some, first time yeah, around. I think for a lot of the guys who did it, I don't know if they felt it when they were 26, but at the end of the career they felt it was special to be in one place their whole career. And I think the Jazz had John Stockton talk to Hayward about that one night after game. Hayward took forever to come out. And, hey, where were you? Oh, I was in back talking to John Stockton. <laughs> well, what could they have been talking about, you know, 15 or 20 games left in the season? Stockton was helping the Jazz make their pitch. Right, and Stockton, the thing about him is that he was a, a level of player that he could have played anywhere and had a legacy because he was just that good. Hayward, I don't know that he could have a legacy. He's not going to. Ha- he didn't have one in Boston. Obviously, no. he's just going to be a disappointing footnote. That's the reality of it. And some of it is attributed to the injury for sure. But also, you've got in Charlotte. Well, he ain't going to do anything in Charlotte. Nobody ever does anything in Charlotte. He's just not that good. And somehow Jordan escapes. He's a great player, and he would bite your ear off to go with uh, Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield. We're staying to the boxing, huh? It's <laughs> lingering half an hour later. Nobody wants to – you criticize him with a, as a player, but yet, you know, that's, that's what you needed to do. Well, as, a, uh, as an executive, he's awful. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it, man. It just hasn't worked. Uh, they're losing every year. It's no matter what they do, they lose. And so it's not gonna, he's not going to build any legacy there. He's the type of player that, to me, it's like a Hornacek. Pretty good player and can really help you win, but isn't you know an elite level. Well, Jeff did make at least one All-Star game, if not more. A great player, no doubt about it. But he's not you know, considered the, the upper level, but yet he's beloved. In two cities, down in Arizona, and with us here in Utah, right? So he built a legacy, and people understand. Well, you left Phoenix. You didn't want to leave Phoenix. They made you leave, and you, you, know, you probably yeah, you loved it here in in Utah and all that. So you could build a legacy. Whereas Hayward, he's when he's done, he's going to leave with millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. And outside of that, anything else? Hundreds of millions of dollars. Which I would love to leave with. <laughs> but no championship, if that's what you're getting at. Well, and, and not just, not no just Hall of that, Fame. but no, no legacy. Yeah. No lasting impact. Joe Ingles will leave with a lasting impact. Beloved, literally beloved. And has been. For his work in the community, his willingness to come on our show for seven friggin' years, which is unfreaking heard of. Hmm. And he makes that commitment every week. He got a game. Oh, we got games Thursday and Friday. Sorry, no, can't do it. No, 
I'll come on Wednesday on the day I got to travel across the country. And I got a family here, but yet I'm, I made the commitment. I'm, st- I'm going to do it. Remember, that's he looked me right in the eye once. He said, don't worry about it. I told you I'm going to do it. I will do it. And he, he's. <laughs> I, can, I wasn't there for that, but I could just yeah. totally see your eyebrow going up like, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. All right. right. But I'm, I'm definitely going to keep track of this. <laughs> and I would keep track of it. And honestly, I think he's missed like three times in seven years or something. And I mean, just phenomenal. Oh, for sure. Phenomenal commitment. Yeah. So he's going to go out of here when that time comes, and we're not here yet. He was joking about his retirement speech the other day because we were asking him when he set the uh, three-point record, and I was – he's not a – he's the one dude now because he's drummed it and beat it into my brain and yours too about not caring about personal stats, just only caring about winning. I fully believe him. I, I'm reluctant to believe that. I'm skeptical, but with him, absolutely believe it because he's preached it over and over again. So we weren't really, I, for me, I wasn't asking him about setting a record. I was asking him about leaving an impact. He's going to leave an impact. It's going to be a sad day when he gets on that plane and is no longer a Utah resident. All of us, all of us, all jazz fans and us are going to feel sad. That it's like a a, a a kid, some of us have been in that situation, going away to school. It's sad. You're happy for him, but it's also sad. That's what it's going to be. Hayward will never experience that. I'm not a big enough person. I wasn't happy for him. I was just a little bitter. Who? On who? <laughs> what? When my son went away to school. I pouted oh, oh, for a good long oh, while. Oh, okay, okay, got you. I'll yes, you be were. happy for oh, you on, later. You no, you ain't the All moment, right. that very literal moment. Yeah. But you can step back and think, this kid's a heck of a kid, and he's done a great job with his life. He's still got a long ways to go, obviously, just chronologically. Yeah. But you're darn proud of him, and oh, yeah. you're happy for him. But no, never, I, never underestimate my ability to mope and feel sorry for myself. I get Everyone that, has a but strength. that's natural. Everyone has a strength, and I like to go to my strength. That's And that, by definition, means you were happy for him. I suppose. Because if you <laughs> didn't give a crap or you wanted him out, you wouldn't have been moping. You would have been breaking out the Martinelli's. I planned it. Yeah, I did not break out the Martinelli's. Because you I, were sad. And I that planned, makes it bittersweet. By the way, next August and September, I'm going to be in a full-on pout mode, Yach. Just brace yourself for it. It is pouting. Moping. Well, I still got two and a half years. <sighs> well, enjoy the good times. Clock's ticking, Yach. You think sp- you got a long way to go? How old are your kids? <laughs> How old Four are and two. I you better die. soak it up. Four and two? Hey, you think you think that's 14 and 16 years? It's like two and a half weeks. Bam. Gone. Okay, then. Save I got it. a true true story. The second one, I can still remember this. My wife's a teacher. Uh, I wasn't doing uh, morning radio at the time. That came a little later. First grade, watching her walk in to the first grade, and then I had to go home to a house that was alone because I basically had them during the day when I was working for the watchdog. And I was so sad. And my neighbor, we had a kid the same. They were like two months apart in age. She was right there. She knew it. And about 15 minutes into me being home by myself, sobbing, she called me 
on the telephone, lived right across the street, still does, to make sure that I was okay. And that was first grade. <laughs> she was coming home at 3 o'clock. <laughs> exactly. But they're gone the whole day. And you're like, but but it's seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? It first is, grade. But, yeah. All right, DJ and PK. A couple old softies. What is wrong with us? Toughen up. Come on now. Ugh. All right. Back, baby. We got to talk Super Bowl with Steve Young. That's at 9 10. That'll cheer you up. Talk NFL. Should we talk BYU quarterbacks in the draft? What is Zach? Oh, yeah. I want to, I want to know what he thinks of uh, yeah. uh, and what he thinks of Taysom. Yes, absolutely. We have tons to talk to Steve Young about. I hope he's planning on staying for an hour. <laughs> Me too. We, he's not there. Right. We, we already know he's not. Yak already said originally before we got on the air and all this. Yak has to work on this stuff behind the scenes. And originally, this has been a multi-week effort to get. Oh this yeah, absolutely. In. Originally, he was supposed to come on at nine thirty, and now he's moved it up to nine ten. So he's not staying for the rest of the hour because clearly he has something to do, and that's why he moved the time of the interview. So nine ten, Steve will be here, and we will rapid fire hit him with as many. BYU quarterback NFL Super Bowl questions as is humanly possible. Although he's uh, he's got a little Steve Cleveland thing going on. We've had Steve on a couple times before, and he gives thorough answers. So we'll line him up, and we'll let Steve knock him down at nine ten right here on ninety seven five at twelve eighty the zone. The Big Show, the Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations for the Utah Jazz, Dennis Lindsay with us. Dennis, we thought you're going to be in a pretty good mood jumping on the show today. Your team's playing great. <laughs> yeah, they've come together and we're pleased with the results thus far. We've got a lot of work to do. We're only at the quarter pole, but uh, we've defended well. Got back to a previous Jazz level and Quinn has designed a really unique offense based upon spacing and shooting and sharing the ball when a guy's really believe in the system that Q's developed. What we promise is we'll just continue to work hard and be humble and honest with ourselves, and hopefully we can make a good account for the season. Catch the Big Show weekdays from 2 to 7, presented by Big O' Tires, the team you trust on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK in the morning brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. So, PK, I take the question of the day. It goes up on Facebook. Usually, if you follow it, you already know this. And PK will put stuff up, sometimes right after the show, sometimes if something happens at, you know, 3 or 4 in the afternoon. And then a lot of times after uh, a game, whenever the big game is at night, this time of year it's jazz. You know, another time of year it might be Monday Night Football or whatever. And so he'll put it, he'll put it up. And then sometime during the show, I usually copy and paste it and put it on Twitter. And there's another audience there, and they'll grab it and run with it. And while you were talking the last segment, I posted it. So it's been up 20 minutes-ish, give or take. And wow, Twitter, did I chum the waters or what? Twitter has taken it and run with it. I click back on, and you know, notifications, they don't count after a while. They'll tell you you've got two or six or whatever. It's 20 plus. Uh, this one comes in from... <laughs> from Ryan, nobody ruins my 4th of July and gets forgiven. America! <laughs> uh, Marin Baumgartner is already like that one. That's right, you took down my 4th of July. Ruined my 2nd of July or my 5th of July, but don't ruin my 4th of July. There was fireworks in a barbecue. What are you doing? I was at the pool. Okay, that's by Marin. Yeah, well, Marin makes an excellent point. Why do you have to do it on the very holiday, man? (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. July 4th, that's one of the great American holidays, isn't it? I mean, everybody loves July 4th. 
Why'd you have to announce it on July 4th? Didn't we have two of those in Durant? Didn't he do that uh, to go to the Warriors? And so he left the Oklahoma City folks high and dry. Uh, and then on July 4th of all days, couldn't you wait? Either do it. You knew you were going. So why not do it on the 3rd? Why not do it on the 5th? So, Marin, I completely agree with you, man. That's a sacred day. That's like Christmas. That day should not be touched. Steven says, not until he admits that leaving Utah was the worst thing for his career. Okay, worst is pretty strong because he had a hideous injury. A hideous injury. Oh, for sure. But privately, he has admitted that it was a mistake. Now, he hasn't ranked it among his mistakes, and he hasn't done it publicly. So, Stephen, if you want to hold that against him, but I think throughout the, you know, the NBA is a very small universe, and there's a lot of communication. There's a lot of people who are friends who, because they have to further their career, they have to take a job and go somewhere else because that's how you get a promotion. And people have each other's cell phones, and they talk, and spouses can be involved, parents can be involved, agents can be involved. Uh, the Jazz are 100% sure, privately, and they will never. You could, you could get Dennis Lindsay on the air. You could never pry this out of him. But Dennis and Quinn and Jay-Z and whoever else, they know Gordon thinks that he blew it. That's not them judging. That's, that's Gordon's own um, reflecting on the decision. He's like, yeah, I botched that one. Yeah, but see, I don't need that. And I don't even want that. I do not wish this man evil at all. Not zero. Nothing. If he would have flourished in Boston, so be it. That's okay. because my displeasure has nothing to do with him going forward. The second he left, it was boxed in that departure. And once that was over, nothing good or bad do I really care about what he does with Boston and what he does with Charlotte and if it should be somebody else. Go ahead and have your success. You're a nice player. I suppose you would have success. And maybe it would have turned out differently if not for that gruesome injury basically five minutes into the first game to the point where players couldn't even look at it. They literally looked away. It was like they were sick to their stomach right out on the floor. So who's to say that that thing doesn't happen and everything is different. And maybe it was. So I'm not going to go down that road to where I'm wishing evil upon him on the floor. Absolutely not. Whatever happens, happens. So be it. My angst or displeasure was wrapped up in the manner in which he handled the departure. That's all. Could have told him. Could have told him in June. I am definitely gone. You'd made up your mind. There's. Plenty of evidence out there that he, he full well knew in April, May, and June. There's actually a couple of early references. People think he even knew like the previous July or August. Yeah, certain guests that we're not allowed to have on anymore. Yeah, so, and yeah, fine. I wasn't thinking of that, but yeah. That, that one was I forgot. I forgot about that. No, there was some tennis tournament he was in, and they invited him back, and he said, well, yeah, if I'm here. And people were like, hmm? What does that mean? See, that's the Jerry Sloan line when guys left. Well, they played by the rules that was set up, 
And so they did what they did, yeah. and they had every right to do that. And he did that, and and that's the beauty of America, in a sense. You know, you can go live and work where you want to go, live and work. Yep. And this is what he wanted to do. So be it. Fine. Go ahead. But don't make everybody but don't fly play down. games yeah. on the way out the door. Yeah. Don't make everybody fly down to San Diego on July third yeah. for a presentation. Not Mrs. Miller. No, open the no. door and. What are no. you doing here? I'm trying to lobby you to stay. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that 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 didn't need to happen. No. If you knew you were gone, gone. You play by the rules. Jerry Sloan, you never batted an eyelash on that. You want to go? Go. You're probably not going to be as good because I'm really good at what I do. <laughs> you never another, said that. There's another thing that was never said publicly. <laughs> but over time, those of us who had to report on it and pay attention are like, I don't know if you've noticed, but these guys all – all their stats go down, and they don't win as much. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I mean, Jerry had the just a Hall of Fame coach, man. He's a Hall of Fame coach. He'll always be a Hall of Fame coach, and he always was. And he put guys in the position to succeed because he knew what the crap he was doing. And so they want to leave, go ahead and leave. We'll get somebody else in here, and, and if they do what I tell them to do and work their butts off, they too can be in that position. So he, Jerry just sort of rolled with it. So, hey – Gordon wanted to go. He played by the rules. That's the way the rules are set up. I mean, it's it's like what Kyle Whittingham said the other day on the Pac-12 Network about the transfer portal. Transfer portal giveth, transfer portal taketh. And so <laughs> you're going you're to ride that one. I can already sense it. You like that one like resonated. Like, okay, that was pretty good, Kyle. Well, what are you going to do? Are you going to get worked up about it? Are you going to cry about it? it I mean, nobody cares. It doesn't, it doesn't change. Matter. It doesn't change it doesn't. anything. You wasted a lot of energy. And here's the thing. And it, you you gotta you gotta catch a, a Jerry Sloan, uh, a Kyle Whittingham, a whoever in the right moment, um, but their days are really scheduled. And like you literally, I think Kyle would agree if you were on the phone right now. You literally, you don't have time to spend thinking about that because that time isn't going to help you win. You got to use that time to do something to help you win. Hey, go watch more film. Go go build a relationship with a player who's in the program. You know. Go go figure something out with go an assistant coach. Go recruit a better receiver. Go recruit. Yeah, it's time to text another recruit uh, or a high school coach who's going to help you land a recruit or whoever. You know, that's well, just get, yeah, wasted energy, wasted time. So Thompson, he's out the door. All right. Well, the program isn't going to stop. You're still going to play games. You got 12 of them set up for next season, and got to go go ahead and do that. You know, there's a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth when Ben Olson left. Oh, you got Max Hall. Yeah. Max Hall ends up being the winningest quarterback, I believe. I think I'm right on this in BYU history. 30-some yep. wins. And Still he the most wins it. ever. Yeah, he's playing with separated shoulders, and he's throwing long passes. The guy had all sorts of heart, which has led to what uh, why he made that statement because he was always competing, and he was a tough nut, man. He was so tough, and that's who he was. And uh, so you won a lot of ball games with him. So – I don't. I have zero uh, thoughts negatively about what Gordon does now. Now tonight, I want him to throw up a bunch of bricks. Uh, but Charlotte's the perfect spot for him, so he can go shoot all he wants and score a bunch of points. No. But if you're if you don't want Gordon to get any acclaim, if that bugs you, then for you, Charlotte is a great spot because it is a an NBA wasteland and has been. How long have they been there now since the team was reinstituted? 15 years. What have, what have they done? 
in that time. Does anything come to mind? Uh, I think there's like three playoff series, and I think they were all one and done, and they, they got swept have, twice. They might have been in a game seven in the first round one time. They also have like, the infamy of being the lowest win percentage of a team yeah. of all time. We had a six-win yeah. season. So, so here, so here, here it is. Does it seem like they're five, New Mexico State? Five years ago, they lost to the Heat in a seven-game series. Seven years ago, the Heat swept them. And back in 2010, the Magic swept them. They re-entered the league in 2004-5, the 2004-5 season. So that is, they're coming into the league, just to put that into local time frame, they're coming in the league, and Urban Meyer's here going undefeated in the fall of 2004. That's when they re-entered the league. They've been in three playoff series. They lost them all. They've won three playoff games total. Well, Jordan is like LeBron. The national media doesn't want to touch him. He's an icon. He cannot be criticized. Yeah. I mean, LeBron can say whatever he wants. But LeBron commits a foul, pushes Embiid. Embiid says he should be. He should have been kicked out. Embiid's coach, Doc Rivers, he's not going to go against LeBron. <laughs> oh, no, he's not a dirty player. He's LeBron. Can you imagine Doc Rivers if he would have come out and said, what was LeBron doing? He's a dirt. That was a dirty play. He would have been crucified. Get, LeBron is untouchable. He's one of icon. our national heroes. He's a leader. He sets the agenda for us for this country practically, or one of them. No one's going to go against him. Somebody he, did because somebody had an all-star game, and whoever it was, they knew LeBron didn't want it. Somebody went against him, and Yach played that LeBron. LeBron went off in the post game, and I, there's a backstory there. I want to know what it was. That didn't just happen. That's and not I a coincidence or a fluke. Somebody went PT, against LeBron on PTI. If they bring it up in and around Bradley Beal's latest scoring that they somehow worked Washington Wizards into their stupid show every day, if they bring up the All Star game, Will Bond is going to say, "I agree with LeBron." I'd be shocked <laughs> if he disagreed. <laughs> what is LeBron thinking? Play the game. It's the showcase. The fans love it. What What are the chances of that happening? Come on. Let's let's have real conversation here. No All-Star game. I was just telling Yaka to break. Two All-Star breaks offset. One for half the league, one for the other half of the league. They should never give up those national TV windows. That's the most lucrative part of what they're doing right now. So whether it's ESPN Wednesday and Friday or TNT Tuesdays and Thursdays, even the NBA TV stuff, they should never, never go dark. Shut the league down for five days and give those dates up. Now, everybody gets an all-star break, but everybody didn't get it at the same time. And the schedule makers can figure it out. You can have two halves or three pods or whatever you want to do. Everybody can get a break. Yeah, I don't care. But keep playing. I, don't, I can't not, believe the one game is that valuable. I'm not into it business-wise. I, I couldn't care less. I'm a fan. Well, you'd like it then because you'd have a game and they'd keep playing. Although, uh, fine. Fine. But if you want to shut down for a week, fine. I'm not going to. The All-Star game? I, I don't, You'll be watching no, college basketball. no literal interest in that. I mean, if it's there, great. If it's not there, it doesn't really matter to me. I actually can uh, appreciate what LeBron is saying. Why bother to play it? Why ever bother to play it, for that matter? Don't ever play it. I would not lose sleep at all if they never played the game. If they want to play the game, play the game. So I don't have any problem with LeBron, what he's saying in this case. Don't play it. Play it. Doesn't matter to me. I'm more interested in the games that count. Not. I don't really care about things that don't count. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Stay with us. Steve Young's coming up at 910 right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Number one. Make us your number one preset. 
The Zone Sports Network is Utah's number one choice for sports radio in Utah. From DJ and PK to Hanson Scotty and the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, The Zone continues to dominate the competition. Thank you to all of you that continue to make The Zone Sports Network Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports station. Your home for the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about is right here. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK reminding you Valentine's Day is a week from Sunday. Flowers make the perfect gift. Jimmy's Flowers, longtime partner with The Zone, can make it easy by visiting them at jimmysflowers.com. Remember, Valentine's is on Sunday this year. Jimmy's Flowers at jimmysflowers.com. All right, PK. The response continues to come flooding in. Uh, Jazz play the Hornets and Gordon Hayward denied if you let it go. And Josh says, yep, we're contenders now. Couldn't care less about the beef. He's over it. Done. Okay, I like that. We won. Like we're that. moving on. Uh, then there's stuff out of Anchorman with characters going, nope. <laughs> and uh, MJ laughing hilariously at some question. Looks like he's on a talk show. I don't know if he's on with... Oprah uh, or Ellen or somebody. Oprah Is it Oprah? Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's laughing pretty hard. Um, Mark, no, but I don't have as visceral reaction anymore because you know he plays for a whatever team. See, that's the thing. The Celtics is like, oh, he might win a championship and get a lot of credit. That would sting. Charlotte, ah, they're ten and twelve. They're Charlotte. They haven't won a playoff series in fifteen years. Eh. Right. You're in the league. You're making all sorts of money. Robin and the girls, Charlie, they're living the high life. Good on them. But basketball, nobody's really talking about him and what he's doing in Charlotte, right? The Big Cheese tweets at us, I got to ask my girls where Hayward shows up in Frozen, and the gif is uh, let it go, let it go, let it go, the song. So Let it go. Even Frozen, even the kids' movies. Yeah, I don't have a problem letting it go as long as it's not an obsession and causes you to do things that you shouldn't be doing. But when the subject is brought up, does that bug you? And the answer is yes. What's wrong with that? Daniel says forgiveness is something that works both ways. The other person has to show remorse. Obviously, Hayward doesn't give a crap, so the answer is no. (laughs) Why does... Oh, I guess maybe he has to... If you're bugged by that, okay. If you're bugged by his departure... Uh, maybe, how do we know though? How do we know he doesn't think, yeah, you know, I should have handled that better. Does he, is it a requirement for him to go on some form of public social media and make it a statement? How do I know what's in the man's heart? I don't. I think that's where, you know, the back channel communication, the NBA, we were talking about this in the last segment, the NBA is a small world and there's lots of different ways to communicate and and the Jazz have gotten the back channel word that, you know, he's got his regrets. So I don't think I don't think they sit around and think about it or obsess about it. If anything, what, maybe a game like this because they know they're going to see him on the court. You know? What is but, the regret, though? Regret what the they so what think I've heard, he what, regrets? What I've heard is that um, he regrets g- going to Boston. He would have been better off staying in Utah. Does he regret specifically what happened on July 3rd and 4th? I don't, I don't have the answer to that. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's com- communicated to them, maybe he hasn't. I, I kind of think he has, judging by the way people talk, but they didn't want to go that deep into it. So, Okay, then that, <laughs> but, that's good. It's like the Darren Williams like, thing. He yeah. made peace, and it got out. Right. And he, he said that 
He did his publicly. I mean, Darren was public about it. He did interviews. He sat in front of cameras on microphones, and he's been quoted multiple times. So that's that's different than Gordon. Mm. Well, it was way more egregious than Gordon, I think. Right. Well, I was just going to say, I can see where a fan would have a different deal because the back channel stuff and the people in know, you know, management, coaches, teammates, all that, that's one thing. But publicly, if you're a fan, you've had a chance to see Darren say, oops, blew that. Well, Darren was much more public in the departure, too. I mean, that was profound. Yeah. Yep. The ramifications and consequences of that. Multiple, deep, there, right? Slow there's retires. basically no consequences as far as Hayward leaving relative to the team. And I can argue that the consequences, if there are any, were actually positive. Uh, so it obviously freed up space for Donovan to have a more dominant role more quickly. I think it would have happened anyway, given his talent, but it certainly happened more quickly. And it definitely opened a, a spot for a guy like Joe Ingles to have a much bigger role. And you can argue maybe that wouldn't have happened, you know, sure. that he would have been stuck behind guys. And, and he defers and, you know, swings the ball and makes the right pass and all that. Um, but there were more shots, you know, and there was a bigger role because Gordon left. Although I would have loved to have seen – Hayward play a second fiddle to Mitchell. <laughs> I really I, would. And I think that could have easily happened. I, I think. Oh, I, I don't mean said, it as a negative by right. any stretch. You mean it as that the Jazz would be good if Hayward was their second best player. Yeah. Precisely, But yes. there would have been all kinds of fallout. You know, how would they have ever had the money to go get Bogdanovich? Well, okay. I think they wouldn't. <laughs> so maybe, maybe Bogey, They wouldn't have needed him, though. Right. Bogey would be playing somewhere else, and how good would the Jazz be? And at the end of the, at the, end of the day, PK, look at me right there. So, uh, at the end of the day, uh, we'd still be sitting here saying the Jazz are good. Hey, they're really, really good. And did you see what the Lakers just did in the Nuggets in the third quarter? Because we can talk about contenders, but the thing about contenders, if you don't get it done, then you're just a team that lost at some point in the playoffs to the team that did get it done. Okay, in the moment you are, right? in the the actual moment, but who's to say that your time isn't going to come? You know, Virginia is a team that lost as a one seed to a 16 seed. Virginia is also the team that won it the next year. Sure. But I think the thing that is different this year, there's a couple things different with the Jazz this year than last year. Always two things. Yes. (laughs) And I don't have a third on this. I really am stuck at two. One, in previous years, you and I could sit here and we could both say they're good now and they they should be better next year too. This is good and they're building towards something. This is the first time that I have to say, they're good now, but I don't know what they're going to be next year. This may be okay. the best shot. And so okay. this feels but it different. May not be. So a year ago, when you look at the Lakers and go, oh, I don't know how they're going to beat them. Now, it turns out they never even played them, so it didn't matter. They got knocked out by the Nuggets in the playoffs. But, you know, you still had that, hey, I'll get them next year. Well, now you got three guys in their 30s, and you got uh, a guy, you know, who's a real important piece of the puzzle who needs to sign another contract in the offseason, and maybe he'll sign it here, and maybe they will be better next year, and maybe he'll be gone, and somebody else who's over 30 will fall off, and they, you know, they have a pretty good run of health now. Who knows if they have that next year? Who knows if they have it at the well, end of this then year? you be the one to doubt Jay-Z and Dennis Lindsay. <laughs> then that's, that's the same thing that go right back full circle to Hayward. On July 4th, whenever that was, 2000, what was it, 16, 
2017, wherever, whenever it was. Oh no, this franchise has spent all these years building. Now and what? Now, now it's fallen off, and they've yep. taken a major step backward. Turns out, no, they didn't. So you're doing the same thing that we all did back then. You're doing it again now, thinking, oh no, that Conley's a free agent. They're getting old. So this is it. Their window is just this year, and the second that the season ends at the final buzzer, and if they're not holding up the trophy, they're done. No, I'm not going to say that. That's ridiculous because I just, how many times have I said that? I just listed all the examples. Ben Olsen left. Oh, the Cougars are doomed at quarterback. No, they're not. How could you say that? And here, oh, Gordon Hayward left. The Jazz are doomed. No, they're not. So now I'm going to do it again? Who's the fool here? Yuck. Yuck, you fool. He can't be a fool on his birthday. Today's your birthday, Yuck. Dang it, I was going to get through the entire show. Stop. <laughs> grab your phone. Grab the app. Use the open no, mic. let's not do this. Sing happy birthday to Yuck in your... In, in they honor- say it's your birthday! Do 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 in honor of Craig Bowlerjack, <laughs> sing it in your deepest, sexiest voice. Hit it, Yach! Oh, oh PK. <laughs> <laughs> you took care of it. You're good. I don't know what that was, but it was something. Well, and now, Yach, you yesterday. have to play them. I command you, Yach. And so does Scott Gerard from Fresno. He is your vice president, and he commands you also. <laughs> I, I speak for Scotty in this matter. Wow. Vice president. Who's our vice president? You mean Kamala Harris? Of is the that, station, not of the country. Is it Kamala or Kamala? I never know which one. What is it? Depends on who you ask, I suppose. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK, we got to take a break. When we come back, Steve Young, we have Super Bowl questions. We have NFL quarterback questions. We have BYU quarterback questions. BYU in the draft questions. Oh, we have so many questions. Steve Young's coming up next on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.